This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up? Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am your host, Stacey Ray, and I am thrilled to be bringing you episode number 17 with Cassie Jeans. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, the online community where we have conversations that move you forward so you can live the fierce and fulfilling life you want. For the show notes of this episode, you can simply go to weareladyalpha.com slash 17. That's right. I made it super easy for you. And if you're on iTunes listening to this and you're enjoying this episode, throw up a few stars, maybe a quick review. It'll only take you a moment, girl, and it helps other lovely ladies like you access these insights. I just want to remind you that I love to hear from you. We love to hear from you. So if you enjoy this episode, if you have a question or something you want to share or you want to reach out to Cassie, all her info is in the show notes and my email is on that page too so you can holler at your girl. This episode is literally something I've been looking forward to for the past few days. It's going to be amazing. And I came across Cassie on social media about a few months back and I totally fell in love with her vibe and her message in the world. And funny enough, I actually added her on Facebook with the intention of shooting her a message to invite her on the show. And then I blanked out and didn't send her a message. And then the following week, she actually messaged me about being on the show. And I just think that's so cool because that is what alignment feels like. You know, when you are just in that flow and the right people are showing up and you're in the right place, right time, doing the work that you love and being yourself in the world, alignment just happens. So mm -hmm, celebrating that. And what I love about Cassie is uh, she's all about living a life that beats so fiercely in tune with your heart and soul. And when I was poking through her website and some of her stuff just before we did this show, like her passion for the work she does is so obvious and so intoxicating. And I know that you will all love her so much. So really excited to dive into this topic today, which is about self-worth and how fundamentally linked it is to having a fulfilling life and a fulfilling business. So huge topic, super cool. Not a lot of people are talking about this. So I love that this is one of her main focuses and what she really likes to hone in on. It's so important. So I want to tell you a little bit more about Cassie before we jump in. Cassie Jeans is an authority on living life in the flow of your best self. She is an expert in self-worth and business mindset and has created a global business that allows her to spread her message that every single person, that's you, that includes you, mm -hmm, has the opportunity to take full responsibility for their life, have fun every single day doing what they love, and help a heck of a lot of people along the way. And Cassie is a lover of humanity and she is ridiculously passionate about her calling to create a conscious shift for our planet. So Cassie is totally our people. So let's get her on the line. What's up, Cassie? Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. Hey, how's it going, Stacey? I'm so excited to be here. That was such a fun intro. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I know I was I just being honest, girl, just being honest. I mean, I was totally like, I think I came across you actually just through like a hashtag or something, maybe or maybe it was like recommended to me. Yeah, I love it when that happens, right? It's amazing. Oh, yeah. It's, that's what I love about accessibility. Like, we're all accessible to one another, and it's just a matter of tribes, like, joining tribes and talking about it. It's so cool. Right? So good. Yes. So, so excited to have you on the show. Why don't you give us a little look behind the scenes of your life? What's going on these days for you? 
Oh my gosh. So what's going on these days? Well, I'm a mom too. I'm married. Um, we just recently got a puppy. So we're that typical sort of family that does their thing. Uh, we play snakes and ladders and that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, so we're not jet setting around the world and, and, uh, and those sorts of things as of right now, um, you know, kids are in school. Motherhood has been one of these, the most incredible lessons for me in life and love and forgiveness and, all these sorts of things. But in that, in all actuality, motherhood has been one of the most challenging parts of my life too. So, um, it's so cool to be able to see how the transition has come into this place where I actually really, truly love my life. Like I really, truly, um, can look at it and have a heart that is just filled with gratitude because my children are beautiful. They're happy. They're healthy. I have an incredibly supportive husband who is just, um, so supportive of what I do and what my message is and allows me the freedom to be able to speak my truth, even if it doesn't always jive. And I mean, just like such an incredible space to be in right now. Um, and it wasn't like, it wasn't always that way. Um, when I take a look back even two years ago, uh, it would be nearly like it would have been impossible for our energy to have even collaborated together in the universe because I was so out of sync. I was so out of alignment. I was completely lost, felt really deflated, really defeated. Um, and there was a lot of bitterness and a lot of anger that was inside of my heart. And I, and I didn't even realize it. Um, and it was just eating away at all my joy. And, um, you know, in this space that I am now, I can look back and be like, whoa, I'm so grateful that I was able to bubble out of that. I'm so grateful that I was able to decide to choose a life that was different, to choose a life that beated fiercely with my heart and was in sync with, you know, who I am and who I was created to be. And, um, and from that has stemmed, I mean, I have the privilege and opportunity, you know, to be able to speak now, like to literally be able to share my story. Cause Um, so often we go through life and we know that we have something like, you know, like, you know, Stacey, that you've got something, your, your viewers, you, everyone listening right now, you guys all know that there's something stirring inside of you. Um, it's just a matter of choice and taking that leap of faith and like just starting anything anywhere. Um, and that's what I did. And what that's allowed me to do is it's allowed me to actually be an influencer in this world. So that's incredible. That's such an honor. Like that's such a big deal. (laughs) So when you really think of it, you're like, holy crap, I'm an influencer. That's friggin' awesome. Um, and, and I'm able to actually speak into women's lives. You know, I coach women, um, who are, um, looking for something more, who just know that they've got something inside of them and they're just not sure what to do with it. And I get to do that, you know, like every day I get to speak into women's lives and encourage them and support them. And like, it's, it's such an incredible space to be in. And are there days that it's frustrating? Heck yeah. But would I choose this over where I was any day of the week? Absolutely. (laughs) So good. I love your energy around all of this too. It's so beautiful. And thank you so much for just being on this journey and and diving in the way that you did. It sounds like you really created some massive breakthroughs for yourself in this whole process too. Like, wow, incredible. Absolutely. So why self-worth? Like, why are you so passionate Mm. about this specific topic? Like, you know, sometimes in in my own experience, I found like some of the things that I become so passionate about or that something I love to speak on, it's like something that I potentially grew in or some area that I really struggled with. Was that kind of the case for you? Or how did you kind of fall in love with this whole concept of of how self-worth is so powerful for us? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So great question. And Self-worth for me birthed from a place of, uh, for majority of my life, 
um, I would say, you know, in infancy, childhood, like in my innocence years, in those ages of innocence and ego, (laughs) I was free. And I was this little awesome creature that was on this planet and was full of light, was full of imagination. Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. like I believed in everything. I believed in fairies. (laughs) I believed in the ability to fly. I believed like, you know, I believed that you could walk out in your backyard and if you just put a towel around your waist, you were a princess, right? Like, I mean, I had all these, like my imagination was so powerful. I also was deeply connected to animals and just like had so much of a vibe and connection with them. Same with the earth. Like I just, Mm. I mean, you could find me still now, now trekking through like the forest, touching moss and stuff. But like, it's, you know, you get to this place all of a sudden where all of a sudden expectation lands on your shoulders, you know, and I know a lot of women, a lot of women and men could be um, listening to this now and probably relating to that very deeply where you come out of your age of innocence and all of a sudden you're, you're faced with the world's expectations, societal views, um, what is appropriate, what is not appropriate, what your lineage has dictated over you. I mean, what your parents were oppressed with, um, what's, story they're still living into, what your siblings maybe went through, um, aunts, uncles. I mean, you have all of a sudden you you go from away from the ego and you start to think about others. And But in that process, what happens is you start to think about what others think about you too. Mm-hmm. And you start to realize like, oh my gosh, like if I do this, if I act out this way, then that means I'm wrong. Or if I start to um, speak out and I start to ask questions here, well, I'm not supposed to do that. You know, if I'm a sexual being and all of a sudden I want to get into homosexuality, well, that's taboo. You're not supposed to do that. Um, you know, if I want to, I mean, I grew up in, um, you know, not that my parents were super religious, but it's, but through my teenage years, um, I was part of an incredible, um, community, but within that community, there was a lot of teaching regards to shame and guilt, and there was not a lot of room for exploration of self and of person and of just identity. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it was a safe community. And what I did is I boxed myself into it in a way that, you know, there's a lot of things that I learned that were incredible. Um, but there's a few things that came away from that, that closed me off from other people. Judgment was something that, I adopted as a way of living and I judged others and what would that do that would segregate me from them. Right. And, and so I was, I felt very lonely, um, so often throughout those years, even though I had people that I could talk to, you know, it always had to be in a certain way. It always had to, we always had to talk about certain things. And if you deviated away from that, if you wanted to explore another topic, it was not, it was not acceptable. So I was, I was silent, you know, and I remember feeling like I had all of these emotions and all of this stuff building up inside of me and I didn't know where to turn to. I didn't know who to talk to about it um, because even my house was silent. Like there was just this like silence over it. And now that I've opened up like a can of worms within my family, I can understand the silence better, you know, because there was things that my parents were going through, there were things that my mom went through that I understand now. So as an adult, I can look at that and be like, okay, well, I totally get that. But because we still always have this innocence about us, we still always have this child about us. I carried that silent child with me right through marriage, right through rearing children, like all of the stuffed emotions. I just kept bottling up thinking that the next thing would complete me, thinking that the next thing would help, thinking that having, you know, the white picket fence would actually bring about um, some sort of satisfaction. Um, and what ended up happening is I just became more angry. <laughs> I just became more bitter. And, um, and I was just breaking. Like at every facet in my life, I was breaking. And, um, you know, earlier on in my marriage, um, I struggled a lot with, you know, being married. I was like, I don't even know if I want to do this. And I really challenged it. I was like, I don't think I'm signed. I don't think I should have signed up for this. Like, this isn't me. This isn't what I want. And, um, and struggled intensely with, um, the idea of like staying in it and all these sorts of things. Cause I just felt like I was like ripping apart. Um, but 
because I was still under that um, idea that, no, you just make things work or no, like that'll look really bad if you do that and everything like that. Um, I, I adopted a mode of shame and guilt and, and that just weighed so heavily on my shoulders. I brought it through with me, like right through everything until, you know, one day, and I know it was a series of days. It wasn't just one day, but this was probably the most significant that I can remember back looking back now where I just broke. And I just remember, um, screaming at my husband, (laughs) not at him, just out in pain. And I just remember screaming, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. And I didn't know what it was and I couldn't put my finger on it. All I knew is that I was just shattered and I, I just, I was not even remotely connected to who I was created to be. I wasn't serving anybody. I hated my kids. And I know that sounds really harsh. And if they were to hear this again, like, guys, I don't hate you. And it wasn't like a real hate. It was just, I was so frustrated. I was just so in denial of what was wrong um, that I was building up resentment towards them. Why? Because they were taking from me. Not because they were doing anything wrong. They're supposed to do that. They were doing exactly as they are raised to do and exactly as their survival instinct tells them to do. And I'm so proud of them for doing that. But because I wasn't taking care of myself, because I wasn't even giving myself permission to breathe, it was just building up inside of me. And what actually ended up happening, um, the, the biggest wake-up call was my spine physically started twisting. So I actually had scoliosis, and I was like, shit, <laughs> oh my gosh. It was that. It was like seeing my spine in an x-ray and then looking at the picture of the picture that they took afterwards of my actual, it was actually deformed. It was actually not in alignment. And I was like, that's it. I said, that's it. I quit my job. I was working part time. Um, and I, I quit. I was like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Cause the madness that was happening in the mornings to get out the door was too much for me. Um, and I started reading Brene Brown because I was drawn to her. Cool. Couldn't tell you why. Right. But yeah. bless her soul. Because the moment that I read Gifts of Imperfection, it was like all my barriers came down, all my walls came down, and I started realizing that I was enough. The moment that those words crossed across my lips and I read them and I internalized them, I am enough, I'm enough, I'm enough, I just, I was completely liberated. From that point, I am enough spurred on this incredible movement of you are worth it. You are worth it. And I will never stop saying that because every single person on this planet is worth it. And when you can really fully start to own that part of you, you can really start to fully own no matter what, like no matter what you do, this is a mother's love. This is a father's love. This is a parent's love. It's like, get this, no matter what you do, I will always love you. And there is a parent inside of every single one of us. And there is a child and you have to be telling that little person inside of you every single day, you are enough. And I love you no matter what. Because get what get this, like we're human. We're not going to perform at our best all the time. We're not going to wake up feeling amazing every single day. We're not always going to make the best choices. A lot of the time our choices are going to be super lousy, you know, but there's a reason for them. And if you can love yourself through that, and if you can accept and forgive yourself through that, you know, you can liberate your freedom. You can walk in that, in that truth, in that light. And, and then it, it really truly doesn't matter what anyone thinks of you. So, yeah. Wow. That was so good. Wow. Like you just said so many things in there that I want to unpack and like dive into, but let's, uh, let's just keep going. Wow. I just, I'm so, yeah, I'm so moved by your story and just what you shared and, and just really incredible. Um, and I'm actually, I I do want to ask this actually, like, like what changed for you in your everyday life? Like how did that 
as you started to unpack that and started to like really lean into loving yourself and owning who you are, um, how did that impact the rest of your life? Wow. Like every, every facet, every corner, (laughs) every corner possible. So if you were to picture your body as if it was like all of a sudden this like darkness Mm -hmm. and then boom, like there was this like bounce of light and it stretched out to every single fingertip, every single toe, on my back yet I was doing nothing for it and I was just expecting 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 just things to work out um when I was negating ownership so what ended up happening the biggest the one of the biggest things I could say is I really started taking ownership for my life you know like and that meant like to a certain extent you know being more self-aware that meant being more self-conscious that meant being more um selfish in the good way where mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to totally take some time here and figure out whatever the heck this is. Um, cause obviously it's loud enough. Like the calling was loud enough that, um, I started finally paying attention to it. And when I took ownership, I realized that I had choice. That alone, if you can do one thing and start applying the mindset of choice in your life today, you can radically transform your next year, your two years, your three years, if everything you do from this point forward, you start operating from the mindset that I have choice Mm -hmm. in what is actually happening here. Choice is not control. Choice is not um, trying to fine tune all the details and the how to's and other strategies. That's not what choice is. Choice operates from faith and trust. So if you can really start to adopt that concept, that in every single thing you do, you have choice always in your response to any situation that comes across your lap. You absolutely can tap into a freedom and understanding, a consciousness and awareness that was not there before. And that's what ended up happening for me. So I transitioned away from the poor me victim mindset mentality. And I transitioned into like, I'm a powerhouse and I'm going to do this no matter what. Why? Because I, I'm worth it. So good. Yes. I so love that you said that too, because sometimes I think there's a bit of confusion around the term self-worth. I think sometimes yeah. there's, there's a little bit of cloudiness there. So, um, can you kind of distinguish like, like why is self-worth different than let's say like self-confidence? Oh, okay. W- worth is value. So mm-hmm. confidence is something that you feel. Confidence is something that, um, you know, you exude and that kind of stuff and you can throw it on and throw it off and that kind of stuff. Worth is value. So worth is associated with, um, you can associate it with a monetary value if that helps just to paint the picture of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but worth actually carries something. Worth actually means that, you know, you have a place here. Like you, you have a place here. You're valuable. You are, you are created. Like you didn't just show up here just to like exist and like not do anything. You know, you weren't given dreams for no reason. You're, you have a worth. There is a, an actual value to your life. And that's what's so beautiful about it. And realizing and recognizing that and like, but then taking it and going like this and embodying it and allowing yourself to love yourself allowing the worth to really of who you are to transition you to like ground you to be your foundation, like realizing that you are a gift. Cause when we give a gift like to someone, you know, there's a worth attached to that. There's a meaning, there's significance behind it. You have that. We all do. So I would say that would be the clearest way I could explain the difference between self-confidence. You know, self-confidence is awesome and it comes from self-worth. You know, but we can be confident in areas of our life and still feel really, really crummy in other areas of our life. Self-worth really um, brings you to this place of looking at it 
all, looking at your entire embodiment of who you are, who you are becoming. You know, self-worth calls you to be better. Self-worth rises you up. Self-worth brings you into awareness, you know, and it's just, and then it's a journey from there forward. Um, And even within that, you're not expected to be perfect in it. And that's what worth is, right? Mm -hmm. So good. Love it. And I love where you're going with this around the fulfillment in life and business, because I know that I've had a a journey in this as well and like seen so many different people and how we, even how we go about what kind of business we take on or how we charge or all these different things. So um, what direction do you want to go with this Mm. first? Like where, where do you want to go in talking about life and business fulfillment? Well, they go so hand in hand, right? And um, what could, often what we see is we can see people get, get to creating a business or being in business or even being working for someone else, right? It doesn't even, you don't have to be in, always um, getting into your own business. Sometimes you're working for someone else. And um, if your self-worth isn't in alignment, if you really are not sure of who you are, if you're really not sure of what your message is or, or um, who you believe you can serve or what you believe you were put here to do or anything like that, knowing that there's an ebb and flow and that knowing that that can all change, you'll often find yourself pairing yourself into situations and things that you can possibly be super successful in, but then not be fulfilled in. So self-worth and business, um, when you bring them together, it, it helps. It's a guide in order to be able to stay fulfilled in every aspect of what it is that you're doing. So um, when I start to think about, so I have a program, um, and it's a it's a it's a six week self worth and business mindset class, and what it does is it encompasses both of these. So um, what it does is it helps you just to get into the mindset of understanding, like, okay, so my self worth is integral um, to the way in which I operate my business. You know, you touched on a couple of things: self worth in regards to how much you would charge for things or such like that, um, or what value you believe you're giving. If if your self worth, if if like you're looking to be a conscious leader. If you want to be an influencer, if you really truly, like a lot of people listening to this, I would imagine, you know, are people that want to help serve the world. You know, they want to change the world, right? Like that's a big driving force. We're seeing this incredible um, community of more leaders rising up in this. But if you're not grounded in who you are, like if you are battling a lot of stuff in your head that would say things like, oh, you'll never be able to do it. You're not good enough. Um, why would you even try that? You realize that people don't even like you, right? Like if you're battling so many of the thought processes that go on in your head and you're not addressing that, you're going to carry that over on into your business. What that does is it, it truly will make you ineffective in regards to um, creating something that is in alignment, but also it, it will have an effect in regards to the success that can actually stir from that because that takes up an awful lot of energy battling for trying to figure out those thoughts and all these kind of stuff without addressing them and owning them and making a peace and a healing with them takes an awful lot of energy away from you. And what can often happen, it creates self-sabotage. You stop. You just don't know how to keep on going. And you're like, why did I want to do this? Like, why would I have even thought that I could do this? Because the moment that someone rejects you, the moment that someone says this is dumb, the morning that someone, you know, writes a nasty comment on your post, you're shattered, right? Because you're still so emotionally charged by the story. Now, all stories that we have in our life are significant. They all matter, okay? The emotion associated with that always has to be addressed in order for us to heal from it because we absolutely have to be able to manage our emotions. If our emotions are running on auto, if our emotions are dictating the way in which we show up in the world, which I was a clear testament to that, um, then we automatically will respond to things that quite possibly are not in alignment with who we are, are not serving our higher purpose, but it's just autopilot, right? So 
when it comes to that, when you start to think about yourself in different situations, when you start to think about putting yourself in business, it's going to bring up all the nasty parts of you <laughs> that you have been trying to avoid your entire life. Okay. It's going to bring up the most amazing stuff about you too. But if you're not really clear on what all that extra layer is going on, all the, the shame, all the toxicity, all the, the bad habits, all the things that are just like bringing you down, it's going to come up there. You're going to get triggered. It's going to happen. Why? Because it's ownership again. You are responsible for how that turns out. So if there's a lack of ownership in life, there's a lack of ownership in business. There's a lack of commitment. Wow. I love that you just connected those two dots. And I, and I love this conversation so much because of how, um, how holistic it feels like, like it's, it's everything, right? It's all connected. (laughs) (laughs) It's all connected ladies. Like, (laughs) yeah, I love it. Yes. Love it. Yes. Mm. It's true. Yeah. We're one of the most dynamic creatures on the planet, right? Like when you really think about it, yeah, we're incredible. We're incredible. So in order for us to have a one size fits all, it's never going to jive. It's never going to work. Um, and that's why we do have to come across it from that holistic approach because Mm -hmm. all of it matters. Um, and doing our best, And I mean, doing our best to get it all in balance is awesome, you know, but just do your best. Like don't, don't kill yourself over it. Yeah. And I love, I love what you're speaking to in the fulfillment aspect because yeah, you could go out there and have success or maybe you already have success in a job or a business or whatever. Um, but to truly be fulfilled, like you're talking about it is to like really actually fully express all of your potential. And to do that, we have to take ownership over the story or the emotion or the anything that's showing up there. I love that. So cool. Um, yeah. And, and like, what kind of, if you if were speaking to some of the listeners that were potentially like, oh my God, this is totally me. This is really resonating for me. You know, this is kind of where I'm at in my business where all of this, all of these stories are showing up or these, these different, um, kind of challenges or hurdles that they're coming up against. Um, what would you say to them? Like, what would be kind of like the first step or something that they could take on to start to get some more clarity and really start to own their self-worth? Awesome. So before you make any more decisions in regards to what you want to do with your business um, or your whatever, maybe their decisions you've got coming up, make a pause, take a pause in your life. Just, mm-hmm. just stop. <laughs> um, shut a couple things down. Just get really, really um, minimalist in, in what your direction is going to be. And I would say is the question you would be important to ask yourself right now is, am I moving in the direction of my passion or am I moving away from it? The moment that you're moving away from it, you know that you can let that go. You can release it because it's not for you. So give it to someone else. Let someone else be participating in that. Um, and then start to make decisions from that moment forward that are only leading you towards your passion. Because it's there. Like So passion is very um, much like a drive. Like It's your driving force. Passion, you feel it. It's usually very often it's, you feel it in your gut. Like you actually have a physical reaction to something when you know, you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to do that. Like, that's so me like, Oh my gosh. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're finding yourself where you're just feeling really busy and you're just feeling like I'm spreading myself thin, um, my productivity has gone down and you're looking at other things. Like you're looking at other people that are, that are, you're looking at going like, Oh my gosh, like they're so awesome. I got to do what they're doing in order to to be what they are, um, you know, do a self check with that, you know, like, are you looking at that person because you're regretting things in your life? Are you looking at the person because you truly believe in that they will provide value, you know, because so often we'll make decisions for our business only because we're regretting something that we didn't do, you know, because you get, you get the whole spectrum, right? Especially if you're in the online scene, 
you get the whole spectrum. So um, one thing that I learned for myself on a really personal level, which is really great, is a lot of the people that I love and follow and that kind of stuff, a lot of them aren't like married and I don't have kids, which is so funny. Yeah, um, got it, yeah. And, and that's a direct reflection, right, on things that I regret in my life. You know, I regret not traveling more when I was younger. I regret, um, you know, not having more relationships when I was younger. There's just automatic things that I regret, right? Mm-hmm. So I look at that and I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool. And so I can see that I'm attracted to that. One, I love what they're doing for sure. But then two, you know, I actually am not in a place in my life where I'm going to be doing that. Why? Because if I'm traveling, odds are I'm traveling with my kids and my husband. And I love that. Like that fires me up. That makes me so excited because I mean, sharing the world with them is so cool. Mm. But like Friday night, nine o'clock, you know, or seven o'clock, we're probably playing snakes and ladders, <laughs> you know, doesn't matter yeah. where I am. Right. Yeah. Why? Cause, cause that's, that's, you know, so it's like really taking ownership, like where, where you're at and what you're doing and, um, taking that pause in your life so that you don't start running after something that you actually don't want. Yes. You know, yeah. cause you don't, you don't, you don't actually sometimes want what other people have. You just think you do, but often it's a reflection of what you believe you haven't done. So take a check and ask yourself, like, what are my passions? What am I passionate about? Am I still passionate about what the, about my business? Am I still passionate about the direction it's heading? Or have I just gotten busy? You know, have I just made this into a job for myself? And if that's the case, okay, well, then let's take a pause. What can I cut out? Cutting out things in your life can be one of the most liberating things right? you could possibly ever, oh, ever it. do. Love it. Focusing your energy just on one space. Yeah. You absolutely can. What it does is it reboots everything. And then before you know it, like everything's firing off again the way it should. So I would say take a pause. Ask yourself if you're going towards your dire- your, the direction of your passion or if you're going away from it. And if you're going away from it, stop and then yeah. get back on track. Yeah, so powerful, especially in this age, right? We're just so influenced by so many different avenues, social media and people yeah. follow. And like, yeah. yeah, that's powerful, powerful piece of advice. Cause yeah, I mean, taking that pause, taking a knee ladies, taking a knee. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> do that. What is it in yoga where you're like, you do you, the warrior, but then you like reverse warrior, do the yes. reverse warrior. Just like <laughs> Awesome. Even a Savasana, just get down, take, yeah, just take get a down. breather. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that, and I love that you're speaking to that because yeah, we, I think we tend to be, especially when we want to build a business and like, we see all these people slaying it around us. We're like, no, I got to keep going. I'll figure yeah. it out as I go. Like, you know, and that can be really damaging and just not really effective. I love that you spoke to that. So really powerful. Um, and just, I love that you just continue to bring it back to like, just getting honest with yourself, you know, like really yeah. just getting in tune with yourself and, and checking in, like, what do I really want? You know? So yeah. Good. Oh my God. We're never asked that. It's right? so wild. Yeah. Like you're asked that yeah. for dinner. Like, what do you want for dinner? But like, you never <laughs> ask like, what do you want for life? You know? And like, just, and this is the thing. And this is like, to so anyone listening right now, um, if you've got little people and little kids in your life, if you've got, if you're an influencer in any sort of way, if you're thinking about being like, you have been given a gift right now of being able to be aware now. Okay. This is a gift because the more that we become conscious that we can pass this on to these awesome little beings that are going to be coming into this world. And it's so important to, um, let them explore. Like it's so, so important as, and this is the thing. And we do this even within our own minds. This is what I love about parenting is you actually are like a parent within your head. It's wild. So we do this within our own head is like, we, our mind absolutely wants to protect us. It does. It really does. That's really what it wants to do. And if you deviate away from what it believes it can protect you from, it wants to stop you, you know, but there's this like curious, like thing inside of you that's going like, well, I want to know what this does. And I want to know what that does. And I want what happens when I do this. And I want what happens when I push the button and all these sorts of things. Right. It's like 
give yourself permission to explore, give yourself permission to be curious, give yourself permission to um, test things out and never, ever attach yourself to the outcome in regards to whether it fails or not. Because there are no accidents. Oprah Winfrey says that, so it's truth. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but there are, there are no accidents, right? So yeah. if you start to live and you start to allow that to seep into all areas of your life, you can have a lot more fun <laughs> with what you're yes. doing and you can not, not be so stressed out about it. <laughs> right? It's not supposed to be stressful. Yeah. We're yeah. supposed to be having fun and playing and adventuring. And in fact, I kind of think it's just more powerful when we are in that space, you know, when we can yes. actually get reconnected to that childlike aspects of mm. our personality and just get into that flow. So fun. So good. I know you mentioned Bernie Brown. I'm, I'm curious about like anything else that really made a difference for you, like any personal favorites or, you know, people that jumped out at you or work that you did that like really created some powerful um, breakthroughs for you. Oh, totally. Yeah. Cause we don't get here. Like this doesn't just happen like no. thinking this way. It doesn't, it's not, you're literally, I've worked with so many people. So uh, yeah. I've yeah. worked with like four different coaches, all doing different sort of things. Um, I've definitely gone to events that were all about personal development. I read books as if they're like water. Um, so rise is to rise. Anything yeah, Rebecca Campbell, so, so healing, so mm-hmm. incredible. Anything Brene Brown, um, the code of the extraordinary mind by Vishen unbelievable just love that book um the subtle art of not giving a fuck yeah like if you're just feeling like dissuaded and that kind of stuff like definitely read that he comes out strong and then ends up just like cocooning you like a baby it's so cute um um, yeah it's so so beautiful oh my gosh like there's so many but i would say like yeah like if you're struggling with self-worth i would start with renee absolutely if you have gone through self-worth but then you find yourself still unable to accept um things spiritually or if you're just having a hard time um navigating maybe through some past stuff in regards to um uh things that were adopted beliefs that may not be resonating with you or you're questioning um Rebecca Campbell absolutely if you're looking for new systems and things that you can actually put into play today that'll help you um become either more focused or just I don't know ask better questions think about things differently find your ideal like if you want to more to find your ideal life situations then the code of extraordinary mind um yeah yeah those are absolutely yeah and hire a coach like seriously, like if you if you really want to make it, if like if you're looking to be a coach or an influencer or a thought leader or anything like that, like um, start collaborating and and getting in the group with other people that are doing what you love, you yeah, know, and yeah. take it seriously. The moment you invest in yourself, you've taken yourself seriously. That's exchange of money. That's that's energy. Like that's essentially what's happening. So um, absolutely, if you've been hemming and hawing about a couple of things, it might be time to step up to the plate and really start to own it. Yes, so good. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about your programs. I know you mentioned one and how you work with people and stuff. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, sure. So um, I do one-to-one coaching and then I do have um, a six-week self in the business mindset course that um, just wrapped up. Um, but it's a lot of fun. It's super focused community and the group, the collaboration that happens, the um, breakthroughs, the uh, realizations that the women here and the time that is spent together is so, so beautiful. So, um, that's a, that's a fun course and it does, it encompasses both of them in this really like synergistic sort of way. And it's so funny. Like whenever I put something together, it's always very intuitive led. So I literally just start writing it out and then like put it out and put it together. And I, it's like, I don't have the analytics. Okay. Um, I'm just getting into that stuff into my business now. But when I was first starting, I didn't have all that. I didn't have all the strategy. I just really led from this like heart space. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So, but what happens is the results that these women get 
floor me. Like, I'm like, really? That happened? That's so cool, right? Because you don't always realize. You just don't. You don't realize it until afterward. And they're like, that, like, changed my life. And I will never look at it the same way. I was like, really? That's (laughs) so cool. Okay. You're like, yeah, that's awesome. Um, So that's really neat. So that happens there. And there's the one-to-one coaching. I absolutely love it. My gosh. Like, I mean, I feel like I'm like a sister to so many women. Like, I just feel like I'm this, like, girl that they – um, that older sister that they never really got a chance to talk about kind of stuff. And now they want to, and they, but they want to, they want to have guidance with it. They don't want it to just be like a gossip fest or they don't want it to just be like unproductive. They want to, they want to change. They want to break through. They are craving authenticity, but really they, they know, like, they're like the secret, like I've got a message to share with the world and I'm not (laughs) doing it. And they, and you get, and like, I literally just give them permission to share it with me. And then from there they're like, Oh my gosh. And then they realize just how far they can go. And it's so cool. So one-to-one is a lot of fun. Um, and I absolutely love that. I max out in regards to taking on people, but it's about five a month. So I don't like to take any more than that just because I really, truly love to give that focused attention to every single person. Nice. Um, and cause there's such an energy exchange. So yeah, that, um, we've got a couple trips planned coming up ahead. There's no date secured, but, um, some retreats, um, for women, mm. um, and that kind of stuff in some exotic locations, things like that are always in the brew. But, um, if, if people are looking just to kind of get a feel for what I do, I actually on my website have a, um, a self-worth um, how to um, claim your self-worth. It's a four-part video series and it comes with four booklets. Um, and it's so cool. So if that's something, again, that you're struggling with and you want to just get your feet grounded a little bit, then I would say head on over there, pick it up. It's totally free, which is really great. And then what it does is it also leads you into other communities where I'm hanging out. Beautiful. Thanks, Cassie. You're welcome. Thank you. So many gems, so many gems, lots of nuggets in here. Um, I want to just ask you one more thing because I know that obviously mindset is a huge part of this and I wanted to check in with you. Like what is your favorite way to keep your mindset in check or like different tools or techniques that you constantly find yourself returning to? So cool. So this is such a great question because, um, I'm going to like bust some of the concepts in regards to what people think like they have to do every day. So yeah, well, because it changes, here's the deal. Like you change. So your structure in regards to how you're, um, tapping into mindset changes for me, what's probably been the most consistent, the most beneficial is always learning. And either that is through listening to podcasts, watching TED Talks that are innovative, that are creative, that make me think about things differently. Um, And lately what I've been doing is I've been really soaking into Mind Valley. So they've got consciousness engineering. It's a monthly thing um, that you can do and you have access to some of the most incredible speakers on the planet. And it's just, it's listening, you know, um, it's just listening to them. I listen to them in the shower is what I do. I put it on, I put it in the shower and, um, and I get myself ready and everything like that. And I just, I find that has got to be one of the most effective ways for me to remind myself is yeah. almost what it is. Yeah. I'm reminding myself of why I want this, of what this means to me, of why my message matters. And it just always affirms that in the, in the funniest sort of way. So that's great. Um, I also absolutely believe in journaling. I believe you must put pen to paper. Even if you're never going to be a writer, I don't care. You have to put pen to paper. You have to get these thoughts that are in your head and you have to download them in whatever way um, you can. And I would absolutely say you can um, manifest a lot through journaling and you can clear your headspace through journaling, which is so important, especially if you if you are similar to me in regards to I've got so many thoughts going on all at once. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so that's, uh, that's a good practice to be daily doing. Yes. Awesome. 
Thank you so much, Cassie. This has been so wonderful. Um, And we will put the links to everything there. I know you have an online community, Facebook group. Oh, yeah. On purpose. Yes. It's such a, oh, it's so beautiful. I love this community so much fun. I'm hanging out there all the time. I love it. Love it. Love it. And I'm always adding like really juicy stuff. So we're going, I'm going to be doing like a whole interview series throughout that, um, for the next like a few months. So I would definitely say like hop in if you want to hear from more experts. Super, super cool. Yeah. Awesome. And I totally recommend to the listeners that you guys go follow her on Instagram too. That was where I found her. She posts awesome stuff. You post beautiful pictures, lots of amazing, inspiring content coming out of you. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us, Cassie. This has been wonderful. And as always, if the listeners, if you have any questions or anything that you want to fire off or just share some insights, maybe that you got or something that just clicked for you, um, feel free to share that with me or Cassie. We love to hear from you. So um, with that, thanks again, Cassie. And we will talk to you ladies next week. Thank you so much for having me.